Love a space to call your own. Live in the better built surroundings of a Glenvey home. Love having a sense of place. Live for shaping it from the get-go. Love green spaces and the joy of outdoors. Live where lower environmental impact is a way of life. In a home built more sustainably for comfort, quality and for people putting down roots just like you. Love where you live. Community inspired and shaped by you and Glen Vey. Home of the new. The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with Nissan. Let's go the distance by keeping our distance. Nissan. Innovation that excites. All right, it's Tuesday. We always go down to earth and it's great to have Dr. Cara Gustenberg uh, back. Not that we didn't like Aina Nilauna on wasps last week, God help us, but uh, uh, obviously it was a historic weekend for the Green Party and you are very close to a lot of the NGOs who are affiliated and close to the Green Party and, of course, you're a former candidate. What was your reaction to the 76% vote? Well, Ivan, you asked me to call it uh, before all of this, and I did say I, w- I felt confident that the Green Party members would vote this through. I was predicting around 71%, so 76% for me was was beyond what I expected. But look, I mean, every NGO uh, bar, maybe one or two, were saying were welcoming this program for government and saying that it was transformative. So I felt pretty confident that the Green Party members would would listen to experts and listen to NGOs and, and take that on board when they were making their decision. And and and. Looking forward, I mean, I think it's a horror show that we have your eco-warrior types, greenies in government buildings, but you must be delighted going forward. Yeah, I think I think this is a great start. I mean, it's not going to be easy for them. And, and all of us had flagged concerns with the program for government, particularly around issues like agriculture and biodiversity. I think there's still some confusion right now where biodiversity uh, lies in, in the cabinet. Um, so, so there's going to be challenges, and we're already starting to see some of those challenges. But this is a really good start just to make sure that uh, that everything as we come out of COVID is, is being looked at with a green lens and uh, that there's, there's an environmental voice at the table that's looking at issues long term with respect to sustainability. So so I'm excited, but of course, uh, nervous too uh, at the challenge ahead. All right. Now, let's talk about COVID because you've been pretty uh, positive about uh, less aviation, less transport and lots of new lifestyles, uh, which will be better for sustainability in the environment. But one negative that we want to dwell on today is single-use plastics, insofar as y- you're saying that the plastics industry, this has given them a new lease of life. What is that to do with uh, disposable gloves or what? Yeah, so we have been talking about how the pandemic has been kind of good for the environment with respect to emissions reductions and letting nature kind of take over as humans have have locked down. Uh, But unsurprisingly, and I think this is something you talked about before, all these plastic gloves and plastic masks, now as we emerge out of lockdown, they're being used by the general public. And we're starting to see reports across the the globe anecdotally of these not being disposed of properly. Um, Beaches in, in Italy just 
reopened and they're covered in disposable plastic masks. Uh, yesterday, The Guardian did a whole uh, photo display of coronavirus and the return of plastic in pictures and saying that there's been a significant increase of all of these kind of products uh, being disposed of improperly. So so plastic is coming back in a big way and, and organizations like Greenpeace are, are accusing the plastics industry of trying to use this as an opportunity to promote more plastic uh, production and more use of plastic and, and false arguing that plastic is somehow better for our health than than reusable products. So it's starting to create a bit of a war. And, and Greenpeace actually had 125 health experts sign a statement last week saying that reusables can be safely used and that there is no need for all of this disposable uh, plastic to be brought on stream. And things like, you know, we have a plastic bag tax. We have various uh, recycling operations. Some of this has been rolled back, is it, in the COVID context? Yeah, I mean, in Ireland, we were pioneers of this idea of a of a, a tax on on or a levy on plastic bag use, and you know, and it did transform our landscape. But it's surprising to find out that in the U.S., this still isn't common practice. And it was only this year that states and cities in the U.S. were starting to to ban plastic bags and requiring people to bring their own reusable bags to grocery stores. Uh, but now, because of health concerns, a lot of that has rolled back, and also to a lot of recycling facilities have scaled back their operations due to increased risk. So so we're starting to see a rollback on all of these waste uh, endeavours or these opportunities to sort of address all of this plastic waste. Is Well, I, I have to say that in your favour, insofar as that I had a couple of takeout meals from local restaurants in Dunleary uh, over the last few weekends. And you know all the sauces and everything. It was like when I finished my meal, it was it was absolutely delicious. And I but it was absolutely plastic central. Like it for home delivery, if that becomes the thing after restaurants now open, of course, it, it really will change things, delivery services. Yeah, and even companies in America, there's a popular chain called Just Salad that was really trying to move to completely uh, zero waste system. And when COVID hit, they had to completely go back to fully disposable plastic packaging. So companies that had good intentions had to pivot into a less sustainable way too. Or uh, coffee companies like Starbucks stopped letting people use their reusable mugs. So all of those efforts were were undone. Now, as people are seeing that this is a, a more permanent situation where, like you said, more of these restaurants will have to offer uh, takeaway options. They're starting to give consumers the option. Do you want reusable? Do you want uh, disposable? And if you want reusable, potentially creating a a return system uh, so that they can try and address the waste issue in the long term. So so what, what are the damaging consequences of all this extra plastic? Well, we've had a lot of interest in in plastic pollution, thanks to people like David Attenborough. You know, if you think about it, it's a huge problem. Since in 2017, they reported that we'd already produced 9.2 billion tons of plastic and we'd recycled less than 10% of that. And the projections now is a 30 to 40% increase in plastic production over the next decade. So, you know, even if we only uh, dispose of 1% of those masks improperly, we're talking about another 40,000 kilograms of plastic uh, 
in our oceans. So the scale is huge. And that's why the Ellen MacArthur Foundation has said that if we keep going on this trajectory by 2050, we'll have more plastic in the ocean than fish. So it was already a problem. Now we're, we're contributing even more. And actually, last week, a study came out in Science saying they're now finding this plastic is, is, being, is traveling in air and in water. So it's traveling across the globe. They're calling it a global microplastic cycle now, similar to the, the dust storms you might have remembered or the dust, you know, the dust cycle that we follow. So all of these microplastics are being transported globally. They're being found in pristine sites in deep ocean areas. Um, so the situation is getting worse. Uh, and they're saying it's as bad as, as the acid rain pollution problem that they used to have uh, in the 1970s and 80s. They're now calling it plastic rain, that we're actually raining plastic um, because of all of this pollution. Okay, what are the solutions you're looking for? Well, um, I, I think that there's definitely a war going on now between the, the plastic producers who want to, to use this as an opportunity to create more plastic and the likes of Greenpeace and other NGOs that are trying to cut this down. So um, there, is a, there is a sense that, oh, well, we can just use compostable packaging. And certainly um, there are lots of options out there now of, of, of plates and cups and everything made of bamboo and made of other plant-based material. But the problem with that is that they're usually not put in a compost or a brown bin. That's where they need to go. But a lot of times people put them in an ordinary bin or they put them in a recycling bin. And both of those are inappropriate places to put compostable packaging. So if you're using compostable packaging, you need to make sure it goes in a brown bin so that it's properly treated. Um, but some of the, the restaurants are doing interesting things now. Um, menus is a big issue. So as restaurants are starting to open in the United States and elsewhere, they want to provide their customers with menus, but they're worried about contamination. So they're doing things like just having a QR code on the on the table where the customers can scan the QR code on their phone and they can read the menus on their phone so they don't need to, to actually give them a menu. Um, and then also being more mindful, giving people the option of using uh, utensils instead of plastic and just using more cleaners rather than throwing everything away, but being more mindful about disinfecting everything. Because, you know, experts have shown that it's very unlikely to get uh, the COVID virus from touching surfaces. It's Coming, it's the only source of transmission so far has been aerosol droplets. Uh, this is what the CDC is reporting. So, you know, if we just wash things properly, that's as effective, maybe more effective than using plastic, where we know the virus can live for, for two to five days. And is there any good news, uh, signs of hope? Yeah, I'm really happy to, to see that uh, Amazon, the company, has announced that they've already eliminated single-use packaging in India. So they're continuing on their goal to be 100% um, plastic-free uh, into the future. Uh, Dow Incorporated, which is a major producer of plastic, just announced that they've la left the Plastic Industry Association, one of the big lobbying groups in Washington, D.C., and, and that's alongside Coca-Cola and PepsiCo, who le left uh, two years ago. So that kind of lobbying on pla the plastics industry is going away. And places like Samoa are, are really trying to move away from plastics. Um, they're looking at places in, in southern India where plastics have never been used to see if they can use more plant-based cutlery, uh, more through palm leaves and everything, and, and not bring plastic onto the island. Because obviously the, the South Pacific has uh, a disproportionate amount of plastic pollution compared to the rest of the world. So there's a lot of global good news stories out there and good news stories here in Ireland too. Like, well, you're listening to Down to Earth here on News Talk. What are the good news stories in Ireland? 
Well, I think the fact that our new program for government brings back the idea of a deposit and return scheme for plastic bottles. So this was something that Labour and the Green Party put forward in the waste reduction bill uh, in the last government. And, and it passed, but was rejected by Fine Gael on a money order issue. And uh, and now that the program for government includes a commitment to bring that idea of deposit and return back. So that okay. could transform our landscape. Finally, I have to, I have to raise a, a certain red flag. Yesterday, we got an entire program over whether one eats a scone or a scone rounding <laughs> with uh, you you called it what was the word you used for compost compost yeah compost <laughs> like it's compost like compost. as in as in cost uh, compost you called compost. it compost <laughs> this is the American accent that I can't seem to shed despite nearly 20 well, years of living Okay, well, do text us, 53106. Is it compost rhyming with cost or is it compost uh, rhyming uh, with the postal service? Geez. All right, uh, my thanks as always for her concern in relation to plastics uh, and our green lives are going to be all transformed thanks to Eamon Ryan. Dr. Cara Gustenberg with today's uh, Plastic Pandemic the hard shoulder on news talk with nissan together let's play our part by staying apart nissan innovation that excites love a space to call your own live in the better built surroundings of a glenvey home love having a sense of place and live for shaping it from the get-go. Love green spaces and the joy of outdoors. Live where lower environmental impact is a way of life. In a home built more sustainably for comfort, quality and for people putting down roots just like you. Love where you live. Community inspired and shaped by you and Glen Vey. Home of the new.